okay. Spider-Man gets all these cool and very different people, and yeah. Doctor Strange gets one palette swap, dude. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> 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 huh? Get on the mic. It's an A13 Samsung Galaxy. Oh, that's right. Sweet fucking Jesus. Why is it so hard? It's been a year. I didn't know that we were recording. Always consider we're recording. I, I can't. Then... I was trying to fix my knife. I had my mic moved out of the way. Then you're fired. You can't do that. Why? I don't know. You just can't. I'm going <laughs> to hire him again. <laughs> you're only doing that because he hired you. No, we hired him. I'm talking about your other job. Oh, <laughs> don't even worry about that. <laughs> yeah, you have to behave now because you have a real job. No, the fuck I don't. No. <laughs> I do not ever have to behave. I will choose to when it suits me. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to probably be the shortest intro we've ever had. Welcome, everybody, to Two Towns Over. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you listen to my podcast? I can't believe you. I am. So you just gonna come to my podcast on my gonna... podcast birthday party with a, <laughs> with a podcast gift? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in case nobody understood what Josh said, this is our one year anniversary. Yeah, we made it a year. Well, by the time you are listening to this, we will have been doing the show. For... They don't know when we record. Yes, it. but we allude to it often. They so know that they we don't record know. them as they're coming out. I feel it's no, I've, I've said this before and I hold to this, uh, every single time you click one of our episodes to listen to, we actively all like, we rush to the table and turn the mics on and yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a setup in my car cause I'm on the go a lot. Yeah. That's, that's why the 15 seconds of music at the beginning is because we I've, all have to like get the ping, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. it's like a bad signal type. Yeah. Deal. But, uh, so yeah, you guys have been I listening. I like to imagine this is more of a Powerpuff Girls red phone. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been listening to us for a year. Some of you definitely have, and yeah. that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Fucking shouts out to, yeah. like, Carly. Carly, Katie. Yeah, Car- Carly's been here, like, the whole time. Katie, Katie Reitzel. Katie Reitzel is the, plant the, moms. the OG ride or die. The Everybody plant moms have, have been listening been for a long for a time. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you motherfuckers still listen to us. I can't either. <laughs> we did not picture it. No. The amount of times ago. I told all of you to gargle my nuts is just <laughs> unconscionable. I like it truly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we have grown. We've matured. Um, um, as as celebration for our one year, can we read our Apple reviews real quick? Uh, oh, should we do that? I gotta find them. Let we me might, pause. Should, we on. might should do that. <laughs> So yes, uh, apparently uh, two people actually listened to us oh so long ago because uh, one was from April of this year and one was from March. Of we this didn't year. see these. We we love them so much. We yes. didn't see these until now, or yes. we would have res- we would have read these out loud because they're so fucking funny, especially the name. Yes. yes. So the first one um, is from uh, a Percocet Pete. Uh, <laughs> is the exact opposite, the polar opposite individual to PCP Pete. <laughs> He's the anti Pete. Percocet Pete. Percocet. It's the anti Pete. Yeah. yeah. He's not necessarily the anti Pete. He's just well, a guy named Pete who's on Percocet, dude. Right. Well, PCP well, Molly Percocet. Guy named Pete. <laughs> Percocet. Molly Percocet. It was in in Pete lore. You know, it's definitely. No, you don't get to be in Pete Lord no, just because your not, name it's is not canon. It's not canon, but this is a it's a it's a fucking what are they called fanfic? 
Okay, oh, true. Yeah, fanfic. I would love. I would love. SCP Honestly, I'm fanfic. cool with that. <laughs> Send us SCP fanfic, preferably erotic. <laughs> it, it's it's got to be SCP Pete and Mothman if we're going yeah. erotic. <laughs> I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need SCP Pete to take the role of Jack or that dude in Pompeii who got found clutching his lover. Yeah, like that guy. That's wait that. a minute, because there was one guy in Pompeii that was found clutching his member. No, 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 not that guy. Not that guy. No, okay. the other, the couple that like was embraced gotcha. in their bedroom, just like, well, the world's ending. I suppose we're just gonna cuddle for a bit, <laughs> as opposed to the guy cuddle. who said, "Well, the world's ending, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna rub, rub one, one last out real one fast. out." He might not have known, man. He was rubbing one out. Like, <laughs> true, <laughs> true. He, he, didn't, he didn't even know. Like, he was... <laughs> is, is it getting warm? Oh fuck! <laughs> so. Percocet, Pete, the, the... It was way faster than that. Just, yeah. the, like, it was an explosion. That yeah, happened. well, it you, was you know. absolutely wild. Uh, he... Pompe- dude, or the Kit Harrington tried to do a good enactment of that, and that movie sucked ass. Oh, I'm sure. It was not good. Uh, the title is Top Tier Podcastery. I felt bad for him. Uh, five stars. Podcast is fire. No cap. 420 on God. <laughs> on God. <laughs> on God, on God. Gang, and, gang. And then <laughs> Killer Shrew 42, uh, five stars for the pants alone. If you like aggressively comfortable pants, Fallout Boy references. I am indeed wearing aggressively comfortable <laughs> Bro, pants. Bro, I got right kitty now. cats and unicorns on my PJ pants. I just got these. I got, Dude, I got on sweatpants that literally will not stay pulled up. Like, I don't. <laughs> it's just good. Uh, Urban Legends and the Debunking Thereof, and this is the podcast for you. If not, then listen anyway and leave a five-star review. Spoiler Which, alert. Which, exactly. Like, right. fucking same, same page. Spoiler alert. Through. Ghosts aren't real, and if you think they are, give us a five-star anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we do thank everybody or those two people for leaving a, a Apple review. I thought it would be fitting to read them on our one year anniversary yes. episode. Percocet, Petey Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about you know what we were going to do for this one year anniversary, and Ruben came up with the idea uh, when we did. I feel like Josh came up with it first. No, it was you. Uh... We'll, t- we'll take we'll take joint credit. I sure, guess okay. I don't know what happens during our business meetings. That's <laughs> why that's why we need to write shit down more often because I always forget We're what very we do during the business meetings. So professional, yeah. dude. We are. We have business <laughs> meetings and all. Don's yeah. ruffling some fucking post-it notes. Yeah. yeah well, they're, they're the kind that like spring apart. You yeah, know? yeah. You know the ones, the yeah. accordion, the accordion ones. Uh, yeah. So uh, what we decided to do um, in the end is when we did our very first episode, the Slender Man stabbings. We didn't really get into Slenderman as a creature. That was that was way back when you guys were just like, "Hey, I have this idea for a thing. Let's workshop it." Yeah, mm-hmm. so Th- we those are doing, effectively the workshopping stage. Yeah, we were doing yeah. tangents at the time because yeah. I realized we were the we we had been talking about the podcast tangents for yeah. a while, like a, right. a year or two. Yeah, right. and uh. It got. We the- wouldn't start. We wouldn't start. And so eventually, I was like, "Well, look, let's just start." And I can't remember if we had bought the equipment and then just sat on it for a while, or if we. Ah, uh, I got the equipment. I think I got two mics. The, that was when we were doing. Um, the idea was to do Odd Man Out. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which I still I still like that idea. Yeah, but then uh, well, in a roundabout way, we got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> and then we couldn't ever get it synced up with the third person uh, that was going to join us because of just timing and everything else. And so you and I just started getting together and basically just having conversations. Mm-hmm. And then we realized that we were kind of running out of shit to talk about. Well, because I remember t- starting tangents because I was like, no, specifically. We should start release. Just start hanging out. It'll give us a good reason to hang out. It'll give us, uh, you know, it'll get be a learning curve. We'll figure out how yeah. to do a podcast. Yeah. And yeah, luckily we, I got to skip all that. Yeah, Oof, and uh-huh. I was I was really thinking like <laughs> we're gonna sit on this equipment forever if we don't just start now. Right, doing so, something, doing anything. Yes. Yeah, and so I was like, well, just fuck it. We don't have a plan, but the plan is just upload something. Yeah, and so we did. And then we eventually sort of came to what we 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 kind of I don't know I think we were gonna start with Odd Man Out yeah but then we were workshopping ideas and stuff and we kind of came up with Two Towns Over so and then you guys had done those two workshop episodes before I came along and then mm-hmm. like right around the time of my like right after my twenty fifth birthday so you know, almost exactly a year ago. Yeah, we were in a whole different room yeah. twice. Yeah. Two rooms ago, dude. That was yeah. two rooms ago. Um, I made a Facebook post that was like, well, I'm 25, so I think it's time to either decide if I want to go back to school or start a podcast. And I and figured me and Don needed a third person. A bunch of people. Because our original, Ethan, we love you, bud, but it was real hard to do from Pennsylvania. It's actually, it might be easier now. Yeah. yeah, we might actually, but it, you know, scheduling well, being what it is, it was just very difficult, right? But so all I had a bunch of friends who were on there trying to be like really supportive. That were like, Josh, you've always wanted to be a teacher. You should definitely just go ahead and do community college, man. Just go ahead, take the loan, follow your dream, be a teacher. And then Ruben commented and was like, "Come on the podcast with me and Dawn." And I was like, "That one, yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck community college. You had to pay for that shit. This might pay for community college later. You right, don't know. Exactly. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But and so that was how that was how. If everyone will like us and give us a this. share in a fucking Patreon. <laughs> but we dot com slash two towns over. Yeah, we never expected this. Oh, maybe we kind of. I got yeah. We, we wished it was. It, it was a hope. okay. So like yeah, we hope. are we what we are on is the we are on the journey that many people try to go to at various lengths. We are trying to become famous. Granted, <laughs> we're trying to become internet famous, not exactly actual famous. But everybody who's famous did it on purpose. Yeah. We found out that we liked this thing and not well, maliciously. Not everybody who's famous, but No, no, no. Yeah. Everyone who's famous is famous on purpose. I'm not talking about who went viral. I'm talking about famous people. Mm-hmm. Like if you have, if you know them and they stay on your radar, they do that on purpose. There's yeah. no way to do it accidentally. Nobody accidentally fame. Like, yeah. Even if they, if if the narrative is like that, like even Nirvana, all the punk bands that you know about, they all have marketing teams or at least enough presence of mind to have a fucking Twitter. Right. Like they do these things on purpose. So what we're in, we're in the stages of that. We're like, we don't necessarily expect anything, but we're going to do the steps that we hope will lead towards us being right. able to pay bills right. off of this. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, uh, tangents, which 
I mean, it's still out there talking tangents. We haven't added anything to it since we started this one. But uh, the we only had like 300 listens total. Yeah. And yeah we had ever. done like 20 something episodes. We were episodes. doing it for a while. Over the yeah. course of a year. Yeah, yeah, over the course of the year we yeah. had 300. And right now we are about to cross the 20,000. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing is like it was so much less consistent. Yeah. We were just mm-hmm. still trying to figure shit out. I get depressed a lot. And, and be like, I'm not coming. I'm just not going to be there. So. And yeah. Uh, then I, then therapy. Yeah. And and medication and consistency. And here we are a year later on a whole different podcast in a whole new room. Yeah. Because the original room was literally my wife's crafting room where there was. We had like a three by four space to be. Yeah. It was tiny. (laughs) We couldn't have had a third person. At all, ever. It would have been impossible. And then it was my man cave became it for a while. Right. And now effectively we have what is a dedicated studio yeah it's i also have my setup in here where i play video games but you know the main purpose of this room at this point is mm-hmm. as a podcasting room we got fucking uh, we yeah. got soundproofing, soundproofing panels, panels up all yeah. up over the walls so. we still haven't upgraded the table all, all this time we are still on the same table yeah, yeah. The <laughs> aluminum true. table with a fucking fiber net but hey, it <laughs> it's has a card served its table. Purpose. Yeah, it is just a card table. Yeah, it's just a foldable card table, but like the bigger ones, not the square yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's but, that's and for those of you who are wondering, list. yes, Josh does have RGB on his fucking gaming setup. He yeah, is a gamer. motherfucker. Of course I do. He's a gamer. Get that's, over it. I've also got an LED color changing Sakura tree next to it. It's, we sure do. We also have a couple of bottles of Jameson. <laughs> okay, yeah, there's basically a full bar. In my <laughs> yeah, setup, it's but. truly kind of fun. <laughs> I'm actually gonna grab something. But all of this is to say thank you to you guys, <clears throat> those who have stuck with us and have put up with us. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we have to thank the, the people who have joined us. Uh, we got Mark, Kelsey, Will. Will was Sharknado here. Sharknado, Sharknado 3's, 3's Will Wiley. Wiley. My son Yells Brandon has Ruben joined us. The other room. Yep. And, of course, someone that you've heard on multiple, multiple episodes, our dear Kat, uh, who, can join, who joins us when she can and when we're not talking about gross stuff. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't like a lot of the uh, you know the like true crime. M- she likes m- more multiple the, rape and murder situations. Yeah, she likes the more so history based stuff. So yeah, we plan those in advance so we can have her join us. But plus, like, I just love history episodes too. Oh, I yeah. love when we do our history episodes. Oh yeah, but um, but yeah. So today we are going to oh, we're not just circle jerking about how happy we are that we no. made it a year today. No, we've done that for fifteen minutes now. Oh shit. I know. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm getting arthritic, you know, so grasping things like that and random constant, <laughs> no, good, you know, you. repeated motions, it tends to start hurting. And yeah. then it's no fun anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just like a process to get through. Um yeah, I'm not just a straight <laughs> I can't just drink straight alcohol. I got to be I'm a little wussy. I have to mix it. That doesn't make you a wussy. It just means you it just Don't means you like uh, aren't an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, plus, uh, to, if I wasn't careful, I would be. <laughs> plus, my stomach, you know, with with Crohn's. Oh, true. Sometimes, yeah, if it's acting up, I don't want to. your stomach too hard. Yeah. I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to. So, anyways, so yeah, so we're going to go back to where it all began. We are going to discuss the Slender Man. Not to Very, be confused with Saul episode. Slenderman. Not Saul Slenderman. Nope. Although it is cracking black spiced, which actually means it tastes pretty damn good by itself. Oh, I agree. But still, I'm just not a straight whiskey or anything 
Can't straight. drink rum anymore. No. Why? Real bad hangover one time, puked a whole lot of it up, dry heaved a whole lot. Can't do rum anymore. Ba- basically drank a whole bottle to myself. Motherfucker, you drink a whole bottle of anything, you're going to be really badly hungover and vomiting. So, well, I was like 19 or so, you know. And for a, for a, um, for a bachelor party. What was I saying? Bachelor party. Oh, yeah. One time for a bachelor party, I drank an entire handle of the Kraken Black Spice Rum by myself, plus a bottle of wine, plus like four tall boy yinglings. Jesus Christ. It was not a good night. <laughs> it was a bad night. You would, th- I would think. Yeah. I mean, it was a very, very fun night, and then suddenly it was bad. <laughs> so, you know. Anyway, we're talking about Slender Man. Go just yeah. as you know, just for fun, you know, guys, just for fun, just like you yeah. know, just, just for funsies. Give my nuts a huge gargle, dude. Yeah, there you go. So the Slender Man, also my known whole ass, also known as Slenderman or Slender Man, or Saul, or Saul, is a supernatural creature with nebulously defined characteristics and abilities. Nebulous is right. Yeah. So Slender Man was first mentioned in something awful's form, create paranormal images. He generally appears in modern times as a tall humanoid creature in a black or gray suit, red or black tie, and white shirt. So basically... He looks like a dude going to a funeral, but without a face and very tall. Yes. Uh, His face is totally white, completely devoid of facial facial features. Not like white man white, like, like mannequin white. Right. Like literally somebody erased his face. Yeah. On white paper. Uh. He has no hair and is generally and generally has normal looking bare hands, albeit the fingers are longer and bonier than a typical human. What if he did just have like a like no face at all still, but a flowing curly mane? <laughs> he would not be as scary. No. no. <laughs> he would just be he like faceless Fabio. He just yes, absolutely. <laughs> um That's the new cryptid coming to you from two times over. <laughs> faceless Fabio. <laughs> So, um, Slender Man has been depicted in imagery and literature at anywhere between 6 and 15 feet tall. Depending on the situation, though. He's like a stretchy boy. Yeah. Very rarely all the way up to 15 feet tall. He's usually about 7 feet tall. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, he's more like a a basketball player height. Yeah. So, in video, he is usually only around 6 to 7 feet tall. Now, because of his in- inexact nature and differences between accounts... You know why in video he's only six to seven feet tall? Because that's the tallest you can find an actual human being? No, because it's real hard to be on stilts. Yeah. yeah. Especially if your face well, is covered and you can't see. And to make it look proportional. Yeah. yeah. Because it's... Because he, it's you have to lengthen your arms and fingers, too, with yes. making them still look real and yeah. grabby. So... You can do a lot with perspective, but not that much. <laughs> nope. So because of his inexact nature and differences between accounts, no one has yet determined what exactly the Slender Man is. He's a Slender Man. Currently, there are two leading theories as to what the Slender Man may be. He's Hermaeus Mora. The first is the Tulpa effect. Now, just briefly, the Tulpa is a thought form or being created from the collective thoughts of separate individuals. Um, The concept... Of Tulpa is is theoretical in nature and originates from Tibetan Buddhist mythology. I may have mentioned this before, but uh, this concept gets uh, its own episode of Mob Psycho. Yeah, one of my favorite animes. Okay, um, there's like one uh, hundred. 
uh, a Japanese urban legend that everybody in this one town believes in so hard mm-hmm. that it manifests into existence. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's a good one. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Buddhist tipple, t- Tibetan Buddhist mythology where tobas are described as extra bodies that were created from one person's mind in order to travel to the spiritual realms. The tulpa effect is the name given to the unintentional creation of a tulpa based on collective belief of a being with similar traits. So uh, I believe a similar thing, but way less superstitious and way yeah. more technically. Like, technically, if you believe in it, it exists as an idea, so it exists. Right. There's uh, an example that I saw. I was I was watching Slenderman videos that talked about this exact thing. Yeah. An example that one of them used was that, like, because everybody believes that it is, water is wet. But if everybody stopped believing that water is wet, then water would stop being wet. That's just a language problem. I mean, kind of, but... If we're yeah. like, this condition no longer means wet, it means a different thing. Uh, the sure. condition still exists. No, no, no. The the objective meaning of the word wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That water would just stop being that. Right. It would just become a different word. No. No, it would no longer be wet. No, that's not how it works, though. See, in real life. no, it's not in real life, <laughs> but that's what the, the tulpa effect is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's basically like, instead of me saying, if you believe in God or ghosts, they exist. Not in real life, but no, in your mind, but they you, exist. Yes. You believe in it, so it exists. They're going one step further and being like, no, 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 because enough people believe in ghosts, they exist objectively. Right. Okay. So the other possibility is quantum theory. So Quantum theory. Quantum he's theory. A hero. Quantum theory is based in... In and around the idea that Slenderman is a physical substratum, not a thought form, whose existence and powers are in part reliant on physics and understood science. Slender walking can be attributed to both of these theories, both uh, Tulpa and Quantum. Quick uh, question. What? <laughs> <laughs> Slender walking is his ability to basically teleport. Ah. Yeah. If you play the game eight pages. No, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he does the thing that every fucking Flash monster did. Right. Which is suddenly... they move when you don't look at them. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he do... The first time that was done was visually on screen with uh, Boo and Mario. Yeah. 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 A- anytime you weren't looking at him, he would come for you. But as soon as you turned around, he was like, if I can't see him, he can't see me mm-hmm. and covered his face. The, yeah, it's way less frightening when you get to see it happen. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the quantum theory explanation seeks a physical explanation and not a pseudoscientific explanation it's for Slenderman. Also, uh, the same thing that the Weeping Angels. Yeah. Well, yeah. Since we were talking monster. about SCPs last week. Pretty much yeah. every monster does it. Yeah. A lot of monsters. It's so, a thing. You guys get it. By the way, uh, everything I'm reading is coming from the Slenderman wiki. The same wiki that the girls read before they stabbed their friend almost to death? Yes. Okay, who's the victim here? Because if it's me, I gotta say, I can't believe you. He's the one twirling the fucking knife. The the victim? Yeah, no, dude, there's three of us, and there were three of them. Yeah. Uh, He's saying, which, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm not getting stabbed to death by two white boys. It's not going to happen. Because <laughs> if y'all come for me, I'm stabbing back. Like, the <laughs> <laughs> 
So the internet popularity of Slenderman has spawned a massive number of interconnected ARGs, collectively known as the Slenderman mythos. The Slenderman mythos. Naturally, of course, the biggest one Ooh, being Godzilla. Marble Hornets is the next line in your script, right? No. no? But uh, <laughs> technically... Damn, your prophetic visions. Yeah. <laughs> technically, Marble Hornets is not the Slenderman. No. It's the it's, operator. Yeah. But it's Slenderman. It's, yeah. And exactly. a lot of, most of... What came to be part of Slenderman's mythos came from Marble Hornets. Mm-hmm. Quick question. What? Marble Hornet. We talked about this in the first fucking episode. That was a year ago, Don. It's a, It was a series of uh, YouTube videos, basically found footage of uh, a guy who was filming a movie called Marble Hornets. It was his college mm-hmm. film project. And he started to go cuckoo. And, For Cocoa Puffs? Yeah. In mm-hmm. the videos, if you watch them, you'll start seeing Slenderman in the background. Ah, yeah, fucking, and yeah. it's part of part of the the lore to that is like it, almost like the anti meme from from last week's SCP episode. It's like uh, it resists being on footage, right. Type thing. It mm-hmm. it obscures any footage that catches it, mm-hmm. which is really cool. That's a vampire concept. Power. Yeah, it's a really cool concept for somebody to do for uh, found footage from the perspective of somebody who was creating a film and right. accidentally caught a creature that you right. can't catch on film type deal. So in almost every description of the Slender Man, Captain Slender, his attributes a big man. will vary sometimes <laughs> greatly. However, his basic appearance and traits are relatively consistent across different accounts. Terror, <laughs> fear, sweat, tears, <laughs> and also... The undead. <laughs> His appearance has changed over the years, but the most common image and the most well-known in media is that of an abnormally tall human with long arms and a totally blank face. I like when he has tendrils coming from his Me back. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like the tendrils. Um, it makes him more of a Lovecraftian being. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, mm-hmm. it's, everybody loves a good Lovecraftian being. So he is usually portrayed... If you like a good Lovecraftian being, um, go to audibletrial.com slash ttopod and search for the Nightlord series. Because the main character has a very cool power set, and it's very similar to that. You go listen to it. Wow, that rum is strong. <laughs> He's usually portrayed. <laughs> I had literally two sips. <laughs> I'm such a lightweight. He is usually portrayed as wearing a business suit, which may be either real cloth or some form of skin molded to take on the appearance of cloth. I like I, that it's skin, but in a suit shape. I don't. I've ne- I've never liked that. No, I like I, it. I, I've never been a fan of that trope when I see it. I like. I like that he decided to put on a business suit with a red tie. <laughs> I like a black tie, Slender Man. Yeah, oh it yeah, yeah, it can be black yeah. or red. Yeah, uh, I prefer. I much prefer the red tie. It's the pop of color because I picture. I picture Slender Man like at Coles in in his <laughs> no, like, yeah, this is why, <laughs> his casual I imagine clothing. Slender Man was like at a funeral <laughs> yeah. for like Slender Woman, his wife, and so that's why he's going on a rampage right now. <laughs> <laughs> she died of natural causes, but he's mad. Like, like, can you just see him like in his casual, like he's wearing a Hawaiian and some and some yes, cargo shorts? Yes, I can actually. Like, <laughs> I always like the imagine. I like the Slender Man who's like in my head. He's like he's got on an open suit jacket over a white shirt and a black vest, no yeah. tie. I don't I, know why I, I like. I haven't no. really seen that one. I in my head, that's the image I get. But oh. I'm not like very online. No, see, or I, I see the perfect the the buttoned up black suit, red tie. Nah, I like with... the I like the no one button. Like mm-hmm. he's like in the background of like a playground or something. Yeah, he's got like tendrils coming out and like no tie on. 
So you've got Slenderman at Coles in his cargo shorts and his Hawaiian <laughs> waving over an employee to ask which tie he thinks will go he better. Has to be you know Crocs. it's Burlington Coat Factory, dude. <laughs> Either way, he has to be in Crocs. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Or slides. D- yeah. Dude, come over to the Crocs side of things, man. They're so <laughs> comfortable. They're so good. And they don't all look like nurse shoes. But what do you, the listeners at home, think? About Crocs? No, about oh. what Slender Man should look like. Oh, that's less. He's a white man. So if <laughs> uh, the skin theory is correct, uh, this would imply an intelligent being attempting to try to blend in. If it's the latter, I'm sorry, I had it backwards. If it's him wearing clothes, wait, former latter. The former's the first one? I don't know what the first one was. The him for- actually the wearing a suit. Ah, yeah. And then ladder would be him, the suit, or the suit being part of his skin. Mm-hmm. So if it is closed, this would imply an intelligent being attempting to try to blend in. If it's the latter, it would suggest an extremely adaptive being that evolves to match its environment. I would say, really, they both imply him trying to blend in. Well, yeah. I was one, say, one is just like evolutionary adaptivity, and the other is intelligent adaptivity. Mm-hmm. So he behaves in what might be seen as a passive-aggressive manner often stalking targets for years at a time before ever attacking. So, like, I'm cool, though, if I just, like, make friends with him somehow? Somehow. Well, you see, now you're going down the same route that two girls did when they stabbed their friend. Yeah. Mm, They were trying to appease him. I'm not trying to appease him, though. You're trying to be his friend. And we're, yeah, but we're I don't not... appease either one of you. <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting too deep into the, the Slenderman stabbings today. No. We're, just, we're just doing lore. If you want that, go back to our very first episode. Yeah, it's just Don and Ruben, but they cover we it really well. We talk about how two girls stabbed their friend to, almost to death. Oh, yeah. very, very nearly to death. She actually did an interview mm-hmm. since then. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's understood that he tends to torture his targets mentally. Also, over... if I was going to try to appease Slenderman, I would literally start with cupcakes. <laughs> well, no, because uh, so what they read on the wiki, the same Ricky, the the same Ricky that same we're Ricky. that we're weeding from today, yeah, yeah, <laughs> is yeah, 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 that you have to become his proxy, right? And to become a Slenderman proxy, you have to kill somebody, but then then you're on the same side as Slenderman, and he won't come for you or your family. Okay, so what if I don't do that? And he can come after you and your but family. But I still do give him cupcakes. Has anyone tried? He has no mouth. That doesn't matter. I don't know but how he, he must scream. I don't know how he digests what? food. I have also no mouth, good but I joke. Must scream. Good joke. Thank I liked you. it. Yeah. I don't know how he digests food. Maybe those tendrils can digest things. <laughs> Maybe he's got a mouth on his tummy. Maybe I'll be like Slender Man. True. We don't do know what's enjoy, under the coat. Yeah. Do you enjoy cupcakes? If you do. Feel free to have one. <laughs> I mean, it it would not be the worst idea to like. I'm if just you're saying, in the situation... I could, if I got years, I could work up to killing somebody. Is all. <laughs> oh, okay, true. But like, you're I might start be his friend cupcakes. first. Like, we could poker nights. Maybe he like, likes poker. Right. Like, he's like, got so... a great poker face. <laughs> I'm just that's good. This whole episode, I'm just having deviant art built up in my head. I see Slenderman. Uh, wearing a Hawaiian I shirt at a bake sale. See Rain. Slenderman like doesn't speak, but tentatively takes a cupcake. Yeah, and eats it, and then he doesn't have a mouth or anything. He just kind of like unhinges like a like a Canadian from South Park, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and puts the cu- cupcake creepier. in, and then 
he doesn't speak words, but you hear them in your mind. He's like, I like to imagine that he literally just gives you a thumbs up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you like, he can't communicate. No, 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 because there's more to it. It's, you know, in your mind through his, his telepathic powers that it was pretty good. He liked it and you're good for now, mm-hmm. but things are going to escalate just so you know. Oh, well, then I'll be like, well, okay, next time. If I'm you like add... cupcakes, wait until you hear about cakes. That's what I was going to say. It's like, hold up, dog. If you, if you like, cu- wait until you've heard about macadamia nuts. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> so it's understood that he tends to. You want to... some wallamelon? <laughs> it's understood that he tends to torture his targets I'm mentally. I'm black, dude. I can do this every day. <laughs> We're working your All way year. up to showing him what Girl Scout cookies are like. I don't even like that'll Girl Scout buy you cookies, time, dude. No, I'm gonna cook. I'm gonna bake some cookies. Oh, dude. true. Yeah, yeah. Homemade is always better. Although so, I do love tagalogs. So he tortures yeah. his targets mentally over long periods of time, using fear and paranoia to drive them to insanity. Now, no one oh, has. <laughs> then I win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already afraid and paranoid all the time. Like it's fine. So no one has ever satisfactorily given or explained the reasoning behind his tactics or why he chooses his victims. And his purpose and or motivations Maybe have yet... he is trying to kill me and I just haven't noticed because I already was <laughs> anxious and stressed and paranoid. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, may- maybe we are maybe all I'm just already immune. being targeted by Slenderman. Well, when you find him, when we get further, you'll see that we could be what we're doing. Oh, yeah, that's right. I um, forgot. Simply, simply knowing draws him right. to you. Oh. He is rarely, if ever, portrayed in a good or benign light and is generally understood to be a malevolent force. There have been a couple of stories about him where he does like protect the children. I yeah, think. I've heard I've heard that, but so Slenderman is a mystery. It's literally I think there's two Slendermans. Oh, there's Slenderman and then there's Slenderman. The, well, then there might be three because there's, <laughs> there's Slenderman. He kills kids. Slenderman. He's like just distraught at the loss of his wife. Canonically, yeah, that's why he doesn't yeah. have a tie on. That's it's when he started wearing cargo shorts and Hawaii yeah, yeah, all the yeah. time that's, and Crocs. He's just, literally just like no one was there to dress suit, him anymore. Like he's like, in his fucking tuxedo <laughs> from his wedding, but like in mourning, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he doesn't have a tie on. The red tie is the the, the kid killer, to put it you know, uh, brass brunt bluntly. Yeah, and then. Um, the black tie Slenderman is the Slenderman that sometimes comes up to the red tie like, Psh, no, bad, <laughs> bad Slenderman. That's Saul. That's Saul? That's Saul. Okay. Saul Slenderman. Well, I, now when I see him. You get away from those kids. <laughs> <laughs> when I see him in the Hawaiian shirt now, the t-shirt he's wearing underneath has to say wasted away again. In Margaritaville. Oh yeah, yeah. It is no, just a Margaritaville shirt. It's it's there his ninety percent of his wardrobe is Tommy Bahama. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Panama Jack. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck. All right. So. <laughs> so he looks like a human being, but doesn't act like one. It is uncertain if he is a social creature. That doesn't make him unique. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. It's uncertain if he is a social creature, understands human languages or behaviors, or even why humans appear to be his primary targets. You know the best version of Slenderman, and I just realized it, is the uh, the look-see. Oh, we'll watch the video after this, because okay. it's really good. But it's... I'll have to... Uh, you guys remind me. I'll look it up in between 
um, for the patrons. Maybe it'll be on the the, the midweek or the the extra this month. And oh, that's right. We still got to record a midweek or the extra. extra. We need um, to get going. Yeah, we do. Sorry, <laughs> fucking do the thing. I am gonna be hungry here soon. It sometimes seems as if he is capable of possessing his targets. In some cases. <laughs> Anyway, it's on YouTube. It's like a horror series. It's the look see. I'll try to. Fr- I know what you're talking about. Name. It's uh, Crypt TV. Thank you, Crypt yes. TV. Go oh, look okay. it up if you're into horror. It's beautiful. It's awesome. The best one is the Birch. Uh, that may very well be. I only know about the look see in. Look up the. That is a. It's a tree monster basically mm-hmm. called the Birch. Nice, yeah. but it's like Crypt TV is like a their version of a similar thing to the like a faceless, yeah. long, elongated yeah. person monster yeah. with a suit. That is the, the look-see, and it's very – it's an interesting concept, and go look it up. It's very cool. So it sometimes seems as if he is capable of possessing his targets in some cases. Slenderman's mere appearance provokes fear. Mm. This is partially due to his towering height and overall unnerving appearance, and partially due to his behavior. If, well, if a mannequin was walking towards me, yes, that would freak me out. And Well, you know what it is, too, is it's the uncanny valley effect. Like, if you've ever had the Skyrim mannequin glitch where they, like, follow you around the room. Yeah. That shit used to freak... I used to have nightmares about that shit, right. dude. Like, because I thought they were, like, an enemy in the game, and right. they weren't. And then I was like, is my shit cursed? It it's, wasn't. Well, his appearance is largely unsettling because of the Uncanny Valley effect, which... Also the no face. Yeah. It, well, that's exactly it, is the Uncanny Valley effect is when something appears generally vaguely human, but something is very off. Right. So he's a little he's a little f- past the Uncanny Valley effect. Yeah, he's in but the Uncanny so Canyon. He's in the... So the, the peak, or the, the trough of the valley, the very bottom of the valley... Yes. ...is like... Literally, an alien or robot presence that looks exactly like a human talks and thinks and acts exactly like a human, but you know it's not human. Yeah, just say Fallout Four cents. Yeah, no, 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 it not even worse than that. Like it's like this mythical thing that is exactly human. It's just that somehow we know it isn't right, and that's the very bottom of the trough. It's hu- humans have something in our brains automatically that when something seems human but is also not, it yeah. makes us very uncomfortable. That creepy Boston Dynamics AI face robot yes. is, is on one side of it, and Slenderman yeah. is on the other side of it. Right. Um, now, humans also find it extremely hard to describe the Slenderman. A description and words can be given, but often lack the ability to fully describe the creature. It is believed that Slenderman is from slash exists on a fourth dimensional plane, which would account for some of his apparent abilities. Like the Slender Walk. Yeah. So there are two Exactly. There are two main descriptions. I like the idea that Slenderman is literally just the foot of some being. <laughs> right. As it is rendered in three dimensions, you know? <laughs> so he effectively has the same ability that, that PCP Pete does. Where yeah. he can phase in and out of time. And the physical space. Mm-hmm. So he can be anywhere at any time. Is Saul. <laughs> <laughs> Pete is the one in the black tie who occasionally comes around like, Psh, you, you knock it off. So there are two main descriptions of the Slender Man's behavior. Originally, he was portrayed as being not only malevolent, but also extremely dangerous. He would stalk his targets, impale them on trees, and remove their organs. In comparison, contemporary depictions have turned him into a more passive-aggressive creature. Instead of an active chase, he is more likely to let his prey devolve slowly into madness. No, I think that's Karen. 
<laughs> until they are unable to cope with their situation. Often watching from afar as funny, this takes place. Funny enough, Karens exist because they are unable to cope with their situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. If angered... It Misery will... does love company. God, it does. If angered, it will charge the aggressor and vanish with its victim to an unknown location. Here's a twist. What if what if cupcakes make him pissed? Yeah. Right? Then I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, you're really fucked. I mean, I'm cool with it. Like, what What if you give him a cupcake that has, like, one ingredient in it that he just really does or he's not allergic. Like? You yeah, don't know what his allergies allergic. are. Well, then, then you're... I've given him a nutrition list. <laughs> <laughs> he has no eyes. How's he going to read? How's he see the children that he kills? That's how. He senses how. their innocence. Okay, well, he senses um, the innocence of my uh, uh, cupcakes. Now, if angered, the cinnamon Name a more will... innocent thing. Just try. Uh, than puppies. cupcakes? <laughs> puppies. Are yeah, more I innocent than cupcakes. Uh, it's, I feel like something that's inanimate is obviously more innocent than... A gun? That's not the same thing. It's, it's an, an inanimate, inanimate object. object. Don't talk to me in stereo. <laughs> I, th- I think we know who the victim is now. Because <laughs> we've synced up one mind with a Slender Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have. It's because of my cupcakes, dude. He loves them. I was going to say, Ruben has become a Slenderman proxy via cupcakes. Yeah, yeah, dude. I told you it didn't need murder. He's like, you know, some people do it via murder, but I found pretty quickly that cupcakes, just as effective. So He does love chocolate icing. <laughs> Good to know. If angered, it will charge the aggressor and vanish with its victim to an unlibrary that. It is horrifying to watch him eat, though. I will say that. <laughs> Modern interpretations also show that the Slender Man interacts oddly with electronic equipment and causes massive interference with audio and visual recording devices. And so we get that. Ironically, from the, Ouija the boards work marble perfectly. Hornets. Yeah, it's that's part of the the Marble Hornets yeah. Slender Man crossover. Sometimes an individual can determine if the Slender Man is near simply by how certain electronics act. Radios, televisions, and cameras are especially susceptible. If your YouTube video buffers for too long, yeah. obviously it's yes, Slender, Man. Slender Man was just passing by. Yeah, for sure. How powerful this effect is seems to vary, which could be due to either the Slender Man's state of aggression or other outside factors that he may or may not be controlling, such as the weather, cell phone signals, etc. Or your mom. <laughs> In almost every contemporary description, the Slender Man is associated with stalking, uh, often for extremely long periods. It is not he just wants the damn cupcakes. <laughs> it's not unusual for a person to be trailed by the Slender Man for hours, days, months, or even years. He's waiting on them to make some cupcakes, dude. However, he usually appears when least expected and where the victim is alone and in most and the most comfortable, such as a home, school, work, outdoors, along trusted he roads. Pops et up like that one kid, but instead of games on your phone, it's like, "Hey, you got cupcakes in here." <laughs> And oftentimes, he also strikes when the target's defenses are down, sometimes to the point where they simply have no will to fight him off any further, making for an easier kill. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've been very depressed in my whole in my life, and I don't think a monster could show up. If a monster showed I feel like I would find some energy somewhere. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Oh God! It, infinity is real, and it's in my bedroom. I'm gonna fight or die. Well, like I was gonna say, you know, you know what it is really is that that reaction more likely fight is, and die. Right. Well, <laughs> no, but that is ingrained in your DNA, your yeah. will to survive. It's yeah. where like you hear about um, like mom strength, mm-hmm. like a mother would lift a car. 
to save her baby mm-hmm. type thing. You you can do shit like that when you get to a certain point mentally where you know that you are about to die. You will fight. Your survival instinct has nothing to do with your mood or your chemical no. deficiencies or nothing. No, That's your it. body. It is instinct. It's, right. It is it's not your thinky brain. It's in your, your DNA. fucking muscle memory. Yes, it is evolutionary. So one of the most common features of the Slender Man, generally accepted among both fans of the mythos and victims, is that he will target those who reach a certain level of understanding about him. These accounts vary from person to person, but it seems that being a victim of the Slender Man is almost contagious or mimetic. So the thing is um, that I know about the cupcake thing because last week I did get a visit from Slender Man. Uh-huh. And he does actually really like chocolate cupcakes. That's because the the chocolate, if it gets on a suit, you don't really see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. part of it. He loves it, dude. <laughs> so one can become prey uh, by encountering someone who is already he is already chasing. I told him he could have a dozen a month, and he was like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> that's not a bad deal either. Bad it doesn't cost that all, much dude. to make a dozen cupcakes. No, dude, it's like $4. Yeah. <laughs> Basic research and even collecting images doesn't appear to incur its notice. He did request sprinkles, which is another $2, but like it's fine. <laughs> I But that's still less money a month than it costs to subscribe to Audible with our free trial link. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Audible uh, audibletrial.com slash ttopod yeah so someone has to delve into the mythos in an almost obsessive way a theory sprouts from this discussing how he could be able to trick several victims at once due to the apparent number of people invested in the mythos this theory states that he is a sort of omnipresent being so some just of his like Pete yeah so some of his abilities he isn't actually omnipresent he's just multipresent right i was gonna say he could be omnipresent if he wanted if to. he had the power reserves required right to make that happened but he could probably get there it's he essentially has the potential but not the ability yeah yeah so some of his uh abilities include selective invisibility say to adults or anyone without a camera mm-hmm. the ability to change height and body shape the ability to shape its arms into t- tentacles and or the ability to sprout tentacle-like appendages from its back and shoulders to be used as additional arms or legs uh, to simply or simply to instill fear. That's my favorite one is when he looks kind of like a like a demonic Doc Ock. <laughs> so many stories seem to indicate that the Slender Man can control a person's mind, which became the basis for the proxies in the video ARG, a trend that later spread to Slender Blogs. The Slender Man also originally had stronger connections to children, and many of the original stories revolved around disappearing children or featured Slender Man sightings and photos with children. This was often attributed to the innocence and morbid curiosity of children, which could lead them down the path of discovering the creature. You want to see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> now, as more stories came forth, however, the use of tentacles and tentacle-like appendages became less common, and the invisibility was limited or eliminated depending on the storyteller. On the other hand, some stories took the invisibility even further and claimed it was entirely invisible without the use of electronic devices. Almost all stories contain some sort of video and or audio distortion, indicating that the Slender Man has an effect on modern digital instruments. Just real quick, uh, find a better effect, guys. (laughs) Yeah. It's everywhere. It's every monster does it. It's been done. Now, this does not appear in any of the original accounts, but these also mainly make up the original accounts are mainly made up of photographs and lower tech video. Uh, EMH, who is one of the the people who worked on the mythos has suggested that this distortion is the effect of Sigma radiation, 
a radiation said to be given off by Slenderman and the rake. That's just that grind set, bro. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to work it in there. Sigma radiation is also contagious as it enters Evan's bloodstream uh, when his arm was brutally maimed by the rake. Uh, alternatively, that's just a Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> so stories also describe the phenomenon known as slender walking. Slender walking is a term created like- to describe Slenderman's apparent teleportation and space-time warping uh, between That's just locations. Footwork, y'all. <laughs> I was say it's the it's the exact same thing. They just kind of ripped off that from Michael Myers. Now these abilities were seen in early Slenderman accounts and is one of the most recognizable elements of the mythos. Slenderman's ability to appear seemingly from nowhere in a place where he wasn't mere seconds before is one of his most terrifying traits. And EMH, one of the writers of the mythos mentions the effect of this on a person's mental health. Certain contemporary views see this, his movement as either extremely limited or impaired as if he is incapable of moving his body properly. It is rarely seen to actually move and goes from standing still to rapidly teleporting within the blink of an eye. There is no apparent coherent uh, coherency to his movement or position. He moves like a fucking Minecraft Enderman. There you go. Yes. Which is where the Enderman came from. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he is really cap- is wild the influence that oh, yeah. one guy had when he made a couple of Photoshop. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He just entered a Photoshop competition yeah. and he literally like he kind of changed modern horror. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Almost single handedly. Yep. Uh, He is capable of teleporting several dozen times to various locations in a few seconds. He does not flee and can be just as dangerous standing still as when he is obviously teleporting. He is capable of and often will stay within several dozen feet of his target no matter how they try to escape. It seems to be part of his psychological attack to stay just within visual range without actually attacking. What if I get naked when (laughs) Slenderman's watching me? Does he feel uncomfortable? I don't know. I would think so. It's kind of like how if a bunch of dudes are about to jump you, you you just throw (laughs) off all your clothes because it's like, are they they really going to be seen jumping a naked dude? (laughs) Like, just, I imagine if you just calmly take your pants off too, it's like worse somehow. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to say something like, okay, I guess we're doing this then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just like, all right, guys, if you feel like you want to risk it and then take your pants off. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Just like the day uh, that I did that in here. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So the <laughs> fact that he is there, no matter what, is often described. And then he fucked us. <laughs> the Available fact that he on is, Patreon. Yes. The fact that he, <laughs> Fuck. You got me. The fact that he's there, no matter what, is often described as worse than actually being attacked. The psychological effect is often deteriorating the mind, often deteriorating the mind like, of do, the victim. Does he want to join me in the shower? Because that's the part that's creepy to me. If you just want to watch, like, I'm kind of okay with that, I guess. So he appears to be uh, able to follow any and all targets, regardless of where they go or where they, ha- where and how they hide. It is, it isn't certain how he does this, but he seems able to keep a perfect trace on its targets often speculated by a part of his supposed existence as a potentially omnipresent being. I'm irritated at the fact that they keep saying he moves its arms, or they change yeah, pronouns. Yeah, they change the pronoun for oh, him over oh, and over. Oh, is that a problem? No. <laughs> but if you're going to choose one and stick with it, if, you know. I don't fucking have to, though, is the thing. 
at least you know if you want to change in the you know at the beginning of another sentence, but mid sentence the sentence structure is very difficult to follow. Yeah. All right. So this is what is actually considered canon. Did I scare you for a second there? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Good. Uh, no. It's, it's the same way. It's the same way you call us racist. Yeah. Good. Like irregularly. Okay. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. This is a good thing. So the Slenderman has no specifically confirmed history, but contributors to the mythos have placed early sightings of Slenderman. Slenderman-like beings in Germany in the early 1600s and before. Historically, the entity often took on the appearance of a knight or a noble figure. Germanic myths and fairy tales have been cited as containing Slenderman-like creatures as cautionary tales for children. Yeah, there were everything a lot of, like... that Germans did, everything that they did before the uh, uh, before the year 1920 something was to warn children. <laughs> Yeah, everything. yeah, basically, literally everything. So prominent in German folklore, it's just the Brothers Grimm was about don't go into the woods at night because a yep. wolf or a bear or a witch will eat you. Yep, or the sun will explode yep. or some shit like. So photographs from the early 1900s are the first confirmed reports where images of the Slenderman can be found in old photographs. Reports from this time indicate sightings in America, the UK, and Russia, usually connected to reports of child disappearances. In, in Russia, children kill Slenderman. <laughs> <laughs> in Soviet Russia, children kill Slenderman. In the mid-1900s, several run-ins occurred in the war zones of Germany, which is theorized to be the Slenderman's native land. There are some cool uh, Photoshop Ich bin ein Slenderman. <laughs> Sold- Hair Slenderman. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> soldiers were the primary targets here. In America and Canada, there were reports of missing skiers and children, mainly coming from forested and unoccupied areas. He is also held responsible. What? People go missing in the wilderness. Yeah. He is also held responsible for several strings of building burnings, buildings burning with no apparent cause and multiple related deaths. That's just an arsonist. The yeah. few survivors of Slenderman attacks, along with the accounts left by victims, show the following historic traits. If the victim is a child, he will often approach them in a friendly fashion at first and attempt to gain their trust. The adults he stalked have one common trait. They had all been through a terrible tragedy. None of tragedy. them tried cupcakes. <laughs> yep. They'd all been through a terrible tragedy in their life. Interestingly, in many cases, the tragedy was originally caused by Slenderman as well. If the victim was an adult, Slenderman would stalk the victim for long periods of time. This caused an illness that became known as slender sickness. Symptoms include massive paranoia, nausea, nosebleeds, nightmares, and hallucinations. There's That's a really... just PTSD. <laughs> There's a really similar uh, SCP to Slenderman. It's right. called like the the knocker or okay. something like that, and it's it's actually like it's a species of them. The watchers on the wall that stalk over the course of years and it's like you'll just hear a knocking sound that nobody else can hear. Yeah. Do, you, do you know why that's scary? Things that stalk you for years is because as far as I can think of on land, humans are the only persistence predator. And yeah. by that I mean we are neither and nor have we ever been as strong, fast, or dangerous as other animals. No. What makes us dangerous is the fact that we will just track you and follow you for as long as it takes for you to drop down dead or yep. tired enough for us to kill you. Yep. 
Um, That's why revenge is a dish best served cold, is because it's trying to teach you something about human nature is patience. Yes. So eventually, the Slender Man would abduct, abduct the victim, usually cold, into- calculated, and terrible patience. <laughs> now we're just going to talk about the Count of Monte Cristo because you said uh, revenge is a dish best served cold, and that's what my go-to for that. It surely is very. It should be chilled. So, yeah. oh, definitely. Eventually, the Slender Man would abduct the victim, usually into a nearby forest where they would be killed, and in quote unquote messy cases. Uh, Slenderman may remove evidence of his existence by burning the victim's house, place of work, school, often causing the death of others in the line of destruction, generally those close to the initial victim. Originally, right. Slenderman killed its victims by <laughs> impaling them on the branches of very tall trees and allowing them to bleed to death. That's a that's a that's a technique of something in the wild. I know that impaling on a branch. It's like some bird does that. Yeah, well, I, there are a lot of birds that'll like take their prey up and drop them down to kill them. No, there's like something I don't remember what it is, but there is something in nature that that truly does just fucking put you on a tree. Yeah, not you, but like its prey. Yeah, I think it's yeah, like yeah. a small creature. I don't know. I can't remember. That might so, be a different thing that I'm thinking about. Who knows? I'm not uh, going to Google it. The victim's organs would be individually removed and placed in plastic bags, which were then returned to the original positions in their body. So apparently Slenderman has an unending supply of Ziplocs. An unending supply of Ziplocs, kind of like most drug dealers I've ever <laughs> had. And uh, incredible knowledge of how to dissect a human being. Yeah. Which I mean, most drug dealers have. Practice. Dr. Slenderman. Dr. Slenderman. Dr. Saul Slenderman. Dr. Saul Slenderman. <laughs> I'm a lawyer and and a doctor. What? My parents were very demanding. They were. They wanted me to do everything. So I mean, listen. You ever tried to go through- Ma raised me by yourself, and fucking Pa was never around. All right? <laughs> you ever try to go to law school and med school at the same time? It'll stress you out enough to want to take people's organs out. Look, I had to learn how to be a multidimensional being to get through college. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I love that. I love that whole idea. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the exact thing with like Hermione and the fucking yeah time turner. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He had to learn to become. He had to learn to become a multidimensional creature, and that and the the stress of it caused his face. To melt Literally off. melt off. Yeah. And he dresses in a suit all the time yep. because he goes from being a lawyer. He's to on being call a pretty He's much. on yeah. call 100% of the time. Ironically enough, being sued for uh, malpractice. His mom still does not appreciate <laughs> the amount of work he's no. done. No. Why couldn't you be like your brother? Jerry. Jerry Slenderman. Jerry, Jerry Slenderman. Slenderman. What, what, is, what does Jerry do that mom is more proud of him? <laughs> Uh, Jerry's a rocket scientist. Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. And okay. he gives her the kids' organs. Oh. He doesn't put them back. No, no, no. I've got it. <laughs> Jerry is a plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> you could just let your brother give you your face back, but you refuse because you're so prideful. Ma, I could put my own fucking face back on if I felt <laughs> like it, all right? <laughs> I love, I love this so fucking much. We are going to create an entirely new Slenderman wiki. <laughs> SCP dash something 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 dash J. Saul Slenderman. Saul Slenderman. He's very like Slenderman. He's a lawyer and a doctor. <laughs> so, the victim's corpses did not show any sign of a struggle. However, as time has gone on, it would seem that Slenderman has abandoned this practice. 
In the late 1990s, the more and more common use of cameras and camcorders allowed technology to shed more light on the creature. And the Slender Man was recorded and photographed stalking potential victims many times. In the late 2000s to early 2010s, several individuals recorded ongoing stalking, excuse me, ongoing stalkings and attack scenarios uh, with themselves and friends. These video accounts are codenamed Marble Hornets, Everyman Hybrid, Dark Harvest 00, ML Anderson 0, and Tribe 12, as well as certain... Dark Harvest 00 sounds like fucking an anime. No, it's a super like dark spinoff of uh, Harvest Moon. No, no, no. I, I For real, I think it sound, It literally sounds like... Like Dark Harvest Zero Zero is like an isekai gaming one where you get stuck in a oh, world. Oh, true. A game called Dark, called Harvest, Dark Harvest Zero Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Dark Harvest Double Zero. It's the beta version or something. Yeah, exactly. And also certain Riven videos. R-V-N. R-I-V-N. Riven. Not the game. R-I-V-N? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. It's the name of a, a series of videos. Oh. It's like a like a screen name. So new accounts of the Slender Man's powers, abilities, and attacks show some drastic differences from his original behaviors. Gone is the original desire to impale targets on trees, his overtly aggressive attitude, and the tendency to target mainly children. He now appears to target people who encountered him as children, often stalking them for years. They just didn't give him no cupcakes. Yeah. Yeah. It does so in such a way that the target is often unaware of his presence for months, years, or even decades. Typically, the victim won't be aware of its attention until far too late. Because of the somewhat contagious nature of Slender Man's attacks, an initial victim may not even be aware that they are causing others to be targeted. I always feel like somebody's watching me. And it is definitely Slender Man. Um, The Slender Man's stalking behavior is remarkably passive. He torments an individual by repeatedly appearing and vanishing, usually without harming the person in any physical way. He invades the mental safety of his prey by appearing inside their house, outside their home, on roads they travel, at their place of work when they are alone, or ensuring only the victim can see him, or while the target is sleeping. I imagine Slenderman doing an elaborate, like, um, Jason Bourne-ass phone call for every (laughs) person, where it's like, yeah, uh... Uh, oh, it looks like you, you're fucking stressed out or whatever, Senator. And she's like, oh, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> the sporadic and unexpected nature of these manifestations cause fear and unease, which eventually can grow into incredible paranoia. This period of stalking can last anywhere from several minutes to decades. The longer Slenderman stalks a victim, the greater strain of their mental health, which may be one of his goals. Am I boring you guys? No. I always feel like I just had some drinks and my ADHD's going off the walls. I mean, both of you picked up your I'm phones. listening to you, but okay. that's why no, I'm me, doing me too. this. Okay. So that I can continue to listen to you. So prolonged stalking causes what has been named- Shouts out to my ADHD people with the stupid apps. You know the ones. The ones that make it so you can listen to people when they're talking. Yeah. Those ones. So prolonged stalking causes what has been named slender sickness, which is both a mental and physical ailment and can cause paranoia, nightmares, coughing and difficulty swallowing, convulsions, exhaustion, vomiting, hallucinations, etc. That's all the same stuff that uh, Kadabra can do just by being near you in uh, Pokemon. Also literally trauma. Well, yeah, you know. The physical symptoms naturally affect an individual's mental health, but it is believed that Slenderman exerts a direct effect on the mind as well. 
However, this phenomenon and Slenderman's control over it have yet to be fully explained. Now, as mentioned, the behavior of taking organs or out or impaling targets appears to have been abandoned. So apparently he just wanted to do more lawyering than anything else. Ma, I told you I didn't want to do no more dissections. All right. <laughs> I know you need the organs, Ma. <laughs> we can't keep you alive literally forever, all right? If reports of Slenderman's new modus operandi are to be believed, it now vanishes with its targets, leaving no traces behind. Victims are usually alone when they vanish, leaving no witnesses. What little camera footage has been found is incredibly distorted and is nearly impossible to even theorize as to what they depict. Again, that's kind of also borrowed from Marble Hornets. Yeah. Still. The victims, Marvel? Marble? Marble. Okay. Uh, the victims are almost never found, dead or alive, and it has been speculated that perhaps he does not kill victims immediately. Now, one of the most powerful new traits Slenderman exhibits in some form is some form of memory inhibition. Like slender sickness, this effect can be caused simply by proximity, although it seems to vary as to exactly how powerful. In some cases, individuals will forget the past few minutes, but extended contact has led to people awakening in locations they are unfamiliar with, with no memory of how they got there. In some cases, it is believed Slenderman itself will deposit a victim in an unknown location and leave them there to awaken after an attack, possibly to continue stalking them further. Uh, victims who are stalked by the Slender Man for extended periods show excessive damage to their social life, physical health, and even their careers. Again, Slender Man is just depression. Yeah. I, truly, dude. Like, <laughs> Typically, individuals who show massive mood swings and constant irritation lose track of large periods of time and have difficulty maintaining communication with friends or holding down steady work. See my last statement. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe somebody just created Slenderman as a way to, ex you know, make people yeah. who suffer from depression. Yeah. It's not it's your fault. Honestly, like, it's, it's all symbolic. Yeah. Memory loss can be as long as several weeks or months, uh, and often an individual awakens and attempts to return to their life only to find it ruined. That is depression. Yeah. Wow. So these patterns are possible indications that Slenderman has at least some indication that he has knowledge and experience um, with how the human mind works and reacts to various stimuli. It is possible that he exploits this deliberately, abandoning its more blunt tactics of impaling and gutting its victims. It is possible he has moved on to more subtle forms of attack, such as invading their minds, surroundings, and thus eliminating any feelings of safety and driving them to insanity in a slow torment. It's so he just became a psychiatrist instead. It's learning. It's learning. <laughs> so the Slenderman has always had some kind of odd connection to children. In the original mythos, its relationship with children is one of its most prominent traits. Yeah, well, I mean, that is the original yeah. trait of mm -hmm. Slenderman. Yeah. Uh, though no one is exactly sure why. Many theories exist as to why he targets children, including... Uh, he wins over their confidence of children, but adults are repulsed by fear. This theory is one of the few that paints Slenderman as a benign element, suggesting that he actually seeks friendship of some kind and can only uh, find it in children who, unlike adults, he can get to trust him. He chooses children because he can take longer to nurture their fear, stalking them for years before attacking them as adults. He brainwashes children, using them to further his own unspecified ends as proxies, and children are just simply easier for him to hunt. And you know what? That's not sporting at all. My <laughs> right, fellow. no, literally no sport in it whatsoever. One of the things that gets me the most about 
like Slenderman lore as a whole is that literally all of the lore makes like all of it applies perfectly to the Slenderman stabbings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know I said we weren't going to talk about him a whole lot here. Like, you know, we're yeah. not going to go into detail about the the crime and the trial and all that stuff like we did, like you right. guys did with the first Slenderman episode. But, like, they were faithful to the lore in their murder in the name of it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it literally all adds up perfectly in the Slenderman mythos, right down to the fact that if you believe in something hard enough, then it is real. Right. Literally all of it plays in so perfectly. Yeah, your perception that. of reality is not tied to mine. You know what I'm saying? Like right. if you believe it, it's real for you. Right. Yeah. If I don't believe it, it's not real for me. And so like for the two girls, um Anissa and Morgan, yeah. I think I yeah. Don't care. They try they, to kill somebody, it doesn't matter what well, their names are. Well, she was schizophrenic. I don't one fine. of them was, the other one was not. No, well the other one was kind of like the other one was disturbed in different ways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was Morgan Geyser and Elise, Anissa Weir. Yeah, and I cannot remember Peyton. the Peyton. Yeah, that was the victim. Fuck, name. I can't Manning. Was, no, no <laughs> not that one. <laughs> I can't remember what her last name is, but her first name was Peyton. I know that. Yeah, uh, I just watched part of the interview with her earlier, but it all. Um, it's just crazy how much it all fits together with the real true yeah. crime side of it. You don't see that a whole lot in situations like this where it all adds up quite so perfectly. Usually right. like the the person who did the crime kind of like made their own rules to it right. in time. order to justify it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. The person who made the crime does the time. Yeah, exactly. But I, it all fits perfectly in the lore here, almost as if it's a story from the lore. Almost yeah. as if it is part of a Slenderman creepypasta. Life right. imitates Etc. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Art imitates life. Yeah. Etc. <laughs> so the Slender Life Man, and then art and then life and then art yeah. and yeah, then so yeah, on yeah, and so yeah. forth. The Slender Man is most commonly depicted as being found in deserted and derelict locations, often forested, mm-hmm. where he can hunt without his victims being able to get help from other people or emergency services. Again, she had to crawl to yes. a road. Yeah, she crawled to the nearest road. It shows a preference for forests and dense woodlands. Partly because he can easily blend in with the trees, and partly... It's very hard to find shit in a forest. Yeah. yeah. It's so difficult, you guys. Yeah, you ever play the game? The Slenderman game? <laughs> oh, eight pages? Yeah, eight pages. Well, and then there was also yeah, Arrival or the whatever. Arrival but and Slender yeah. Rising. Yeah, um, those, those ones didn't get quite as much uh, yeah. attention, because they were just kind of like... Uh, they were very just continue the series to see if people will keep playing it right. type thing. So but part, yeah. the, the original one was, you know, in, in a forest where you're trying to run around and find these pages, and it is real easy to get lost yeah. in that game. So um, he has also been encountered in graveyards, old houses, ghost towns, and abandoned mansions where he lies in wait behind walls and doors to ambush his victims. Um, Sounds like my kind of guy. So Slenderman is associated with several groups, individuals, or creatures. The least known of these is an unknown organization which tracks and observes and like is, spawn camping. is also <laughs> possibly involved with Slenderman. The organization is officially unnamed, though it may be known as Optic Nerve and appears only in early written accounts. It makes an assumed appearance only in only one ARG, Dark Harvest Zero Zero. Mm. It's Dark just Harvest. the SCP Foundation. Yeah. 
So zero zero. Slenderman has many has links to many proxies, which are insane individuals under his control or influence. The nature of proxies, their workings, etc., are unknown. Slenderman has also spawned many philosophical and theoretical cults made up of uninfluenced but aware individuals, such as the Novus Ordo Europa in Dark Harvest Zero Zero. Now, the Rake is... It sounds like Battle Angel Aelita to me. <laughs> yeah, kind of. The Rake is the name given to another mystery creature that is somehow linked or associated with Slenderman. The Rake has a far shorter history and is the only real appearance of association with Slenderman or a proxy is through the video accounts of EMH. Uh, Emma? Yeah. The very same. And Slim Derman? And that's that's it. That is basically the the inner workings of Saul Slenderman. So we've we've learned a lot. About a Jewish a lawyer today. doctor who is only killing to appease his overbearing mom. Yep. Yeah. And his plastic surgeon brother. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> He's living in the shadow. Yeah. Living in the shadow of Jerry Slenderman. Um, so, yeah, we just wanted to revisit that, kind of give you a, a, the the actual legend behind the horror. We just kind of didn't we didn't know what we were doing. It was a year ago. Give us a break. It was literally workshop stage yeah. two towns over, yeah, and yep. it still exists it. as the first episode in a really fun Hmm? I said it still exists as yeah. the first episode. Yeah, in a really but it was fun still kind of like yeah. this was the early stage. Like I don't know if you've noticed, but none of our campfire stories have uh, been the same as the Devil's Toy Box, where I was uh, reading like dialogue and yeah, yeah, we yeah. couldn't do it. That and originally. The idea was that it would be a two towns over one week, campfire stories the next week. Yeah. And that kind of fell through because it takes longer to research the two towns well, over. Well, it takes longer to research and it's, I don't know, you don't want a big heavy true crime case all the time. Yeah. You know, it's. And I mean, and let's be honest, it's been a year. We can be honest. We have played fast and loose with the rules of what constitutes an urban legend. Oh, there are sure. no rules. <laughs> no. Welcome to Two Towns Over, where there are no rules and the points don't matter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, because I mean, we had no urban legend connected to Albert Fish. No, no, but we still did fish because yeah. it's part of our thing is we are still a true crime podcast. We're right. still going to have to cover the heavy hitters. Well, obviously. if you use a specific type of bait and you catch an Albert fish, he's obligated to give you one wish. True. <laughs> but that wish involves a paddling. It somehow. has to, it the fish has to wish. involve torture, though. Yeah. <laughs> so the fish will torture anything that you want it to. Uh, the, show, the show definitely has evolved yeah it has evolved and i think it's it's evolved for the better yeah oh definitely because it was kind of too stringent early on trying to okay we have to figure out a true crime case and an urban legend that has association with that true crime case right and then you know when i got all these urban legend books and stuff i didn't realize as i was getting them how how many stories just don't fit within it like i mean there is no way that we could find any kind of true crime a real story about a woman who uses pate on her vagina to get her cat to eat her out while ricky martin watches right it's you know yeah <laughs> there's i forgot about i forget about it every few minutes and then i think about it again and then it's just it's utterly how did that story become a thing how did that there's yeah. no logical set of <laughs> 
There's no order of events that makes sense for that yeah, situation to have happened. That's literally. I remember whenever I was in elementary school. This is you know long. Gosh, that was yeah. What twelve? Yeah, there were still horse ago? and buggies. Asshole. Um, I said twelve. I know, but there was a I, girl. You, you jumped to the conclusion and got mad. <laughs> uh huh. There was a girl in my elementary school. I don't remember her name anymore. It was oh, something like Llewellyn tables. or Luann or uh-huh. something. And she, and I feel bad now, but you know, I was a kid, you know, then I was at most 10 years old, mm-hmm. but everybody said that this girl, Captain she, Hero, he's a she wasn't an attractive girl. She was large and just, but you know, it became legend at the school that she used a hot dog on herself. Oh, God. We had no yeah. idea what the hell we were talking about back then. Right. But I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about. Urban legends. Yeah, just how urban legends just can just start. So stupid. A yeah, lot stupid of urban times. legends that, you know, it was probably somebody said, you know, they a girl they didn't like used pate to get her cat to eat her out. Exactly. And it, and know, it caught on for it some caught reason. on and somehow became Ricky Martin watching from a closet. Yeah. But um, we on did, that note, no, I do, I do have. I I want to make an announcement about the show, oh, Captain yeah? Hero. He's a planet. <laughs> While Ruben just goes off on his own little world, <laughs> um, so there is something that has been in the works since the show began, and we are currently working on it, where we are going to deep dive one specific oh, urban legend are we announcing i'm announcing it oh god um we are going to basically have I just sat up yeah this what is, is going to basically be a months long series based on the satanic panic through, satanic through the panic, ages yep. it's a planet <laughs> we are going to be discussing um but yeah basically satanic panic through the years we will focus a lot on the 80s uh, I mean, that was period. where it really, yeah. really took hold. Like, you know, it was but, very McCarthyism. Yeah. And... But basically what we're going to do is we're going to be doing different Satan, stories. He's a panic. We're going to be doing different, uh, not stories, but different subjects based around the satanic panic. So we will be yeah. discussing uh, the Spanish Inquisition. Which the, is kind of where it all more or less began. Yeah, the and... Salem Witch Trials. Yes. I didn't expect that. We are going to be discussing... Um, shit. We're going to be discussing the D and D, um, and like the toys and cartoons that were deemed evil. Yep, in the eighties. Um, yeah, we will be discussing. Spoiler alert! It's all of them. Yeah, heavy metal and backmasking. Yeah, we will be discussing um, Pazuzu Algarod. Who, if you don't know who that is. You're in for a fun time. It's Captain yeah. Satan. Yeah, we will be discussing. Um, it's Captain the, Howdy. It's Captain Satan. Yeah, he's a he's Howdy. He's a planet. We oh. are going to be discussing <laughs> Ricky Casso, the Acid King. The uh, Acid King of New York. Yeah, the Sausage King of Chicago. The Sausage King of Chicago. Uh, what else? The Taco we... King. Oh. of the Bronx. We will be discussing the McMartin Preschool uh, yes. scandal. That is going to be probably our first three-part episode. Of course, a the West Memphis Three. Yes. 
Yes, the West Memphis three. That's going to be a big one. Probably yep. also another like three, three at least three. At least three I've had a lot to say because I have been following the West Memphis three since it happened. And there are still modern day developments uh, that are going to be covered. And just because it is a Captain modern Butt day six, equivalent, we will be focusing an episode or two, possibly depending how much. Ruben um, Rants. We'll try and fit that shit into one because I don't even want to talk about it that much. What is it? QAnon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I just said under my breath, Captain Butt Sex, it's a hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> um, there may be more, but those are the ones that we have nailed down. Um, we are discussing possibly doing uh, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, because he yeah, was a huge was, component in yeah. the. Um, the the satanic Ma- panic and people freaking out more afraid of yeah. quote unquote satanism captain nighttime he's the stalker <laughs> oh yeah, yeah um um anton levey oh yeah anton levey and, and alistair crowley yeah so and we'll, we'll work some we'll definitely work in like the modern actual beliefs captain of the real, church of satan the, real the life hypnotism satanist. ones the ones where during the pan- the satanic panic in the eighties, there was a bunch of hypnotism scandals and like. Oh yeah, shit. Or uh, yeah, we will be doing an episode on false memory syndrome mm-hmm. and uh, a recovered. What is it? False memory or recovered memory? Something like same re- thing. Same same yeah. difference basically. Basically, Michelle remembers that was the book that kind of started yeah. the whole uh, sexual. Rich, ritual sexual abuse. And yeah, they we'll, basically primed people to remember rituals where they were sacrificing children that never happened. Yeah, right. It's and kind of in the same vein. We'll probably have a few like rapid fire uh, ones about people that or people in events that we're not going to do like a whole episode on. We but might talk about the very people, first people satanic like, panic, the Salem witch trials. Oh yeah, we're definitely yeah, doing that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm writing the script for Salem witch trials. Nice. I've already started researching. Um, we'll probably do like a little bit about. You fucking idiots like Mike Warnke. Oh, yeah. And, and maybe we'll do like midweeks, just like a little brief, little short midweeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of doing He's our normal. Warnke. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, that's very fitting. You're really stuck on this right I now. I don't know why it's on my head in a loop, but it's just, it just will not stop. So that is something that is in the works. We are currently, basically, I, I don't know about Josh, but I am basically... The way I'm doing it right now is I'm writing a script for one episode, reading the next book for the next for another episode while trying to get the normal episodes out and editing. I do so, not have the same work ethic about yeah. it, but so, I'm working um, on it. Yeah. So there's a lot going on and um, there's a lot of stuff in the works that it, like I said, that's going to be a multi at least months Captain Slender, but he likes cupcakes. We're doing it in a way that it's not where we are just simply still talking about the same thing for many months. We yeah. have different stories based There's a around a whole lot of topics in yeah. the vein. We could of literally have panic. made our podcast be about the Satanic Panic and all its attendant n- and nuanced problems and issues yeah. and yeah. historical equivalents and shit. But it's going to be a very long form, uh, yeah, kind of multi-part series. Deep, deep. We're going deep. And we're going hard. We're getting so deep inside of Satan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Satan, he takes it deep. <laughs> now to the normal stuff. Uh, like and follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTOpod. 
Um, share us. Share everywhere. us. That's the biggest. For God's sake, biggest literally thing. just fucking share Give us. Give us yeah. a rating, dude. Yeah. Put us on yeah. that algorithm. Yeah, get us another. Uh, if your rating is funny, we'll read it. Yes, we on will. On the show. Uh, so if your app that you listen to us on allows you to leave reviews, definitely leave us a review. If it's enjoyable, uh, we will read it. If it's not enjoyable, if you never hear us read it, uh, work on your writing. Yeah. Um, or maybe we just maybe forgot, grammar. Honestly. Yeah, or, yeah, or we possible. definitely just forgot for Yeah, I literally time, did not know we had reviews until like three days ago. <laughs> so that was a shock. We're to me. so professional, dude. We are. Look, we have fucking soundproofing. We got soundproofing That's the yeah, panels dude. and mics. Uh, if you like what we do and you can financially uh, afford it, we have uh, a Patreon. Dot com slash two towns over. Yes, you have to put it in the search bar because, because we, we are explicit and it will not let you explicit. find us searching. Which brings me to another announcement. Since it is the a- anniversary, uh, we now will have a $15 tier. Oh, finally yes. this, huh? Currently, we have three tiers. We have a two dollar tier. Fifteen. It is a tier. Which uh, the two dollar tier allows you? Um, well, you will get uh, your name uh, read out on the show. Yeah, same as a all, call out. Yeah, the, you get all the the previous tiers. The two dollar tier. There is no previous tier. I'm reading all the tiers now. Oh. Try to keep up. Oh, I'm not. He was talking about the 15. Yeah. I I missed going I'm just starting at the beginning. $2 tier gives you a shout out on the show. If you want to hear a lot of tiffs like this. Yeah. $5 (laughs) tier. We don't argue that much. $5 tier gets you that plus the episode a week early. That's the main episode. I try my best to get the midweek episode early to you, but I edit the midweek episode on Tuesdays. It comes out on a Wednesday. You get it as soon as I'm done editing. That's the best I can do. But our main episodes, which normally drop on Sundays, you will get a week early. A whole week. That's a right. Whole if, week. You're, if you're not Seven listening. Seven whole days. That's half a fortnight, people. Right. <laughs> if you're not listening on Patreon right now to this episode, then the patrons already did that a week ago. They, they heard this episode a whole week ago. They're ahead of you. Our $10 tier gets all that. Plus bonus episodes when we can get ourselves to record them. Sometimes we, are, we mention depression. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, well, and we're all just we're. This isn't we work, this isn't our only job yet. We, we also work, work full time jobs. It's mm-hmm. it's rough out here for a pimp and yep. a podcaster. It's hard out here for a pimp. It's rough out here for a podcaster. <laughs> yes, and I do have a wife and child, and the child's in his senior year in high school. So this is like the final. Countdown. Yeah. Countdown. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to the new tier, the $15 tier, which will be active on September 11th, 2022, our one-year anniversary. Which we didn't do on September 11th on purpose. Nope. That just happened. <laughs> that's when our first episode dropped. Whenever I got the itchy the itchy feet to say, fuck it, we're going live. Um, fuck it, we'll do it live. The $15 tier gets you all that. Plus, you will get a handmade, one-of-a-kind keychain. Two towns over keychain. For now, it's one of a kind handmade. We may change that in the future and you just get a regular keychain. But for now, handmade, one of a kind keychain. That is that is what you get if you join the $15 tier. I think that's all the announcements. Go listen oh. to Dudley Town just because. <laughs> that's, yeah, I think that's listed as uh, the real life uh, Silent Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the title of that episode. Now that's a, that's a story about how a town has people in it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's about how a town has people in it, and they die sometimes. Yeah, and some of them go crazy. 
and some of them move on. Over the course of so long. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Anyway. 200 years. Uh, also, um, we have a merch store. It is a uh, Teespring store. Uh, the address is so long, I don't want to read it out. All the links I've given you will be in the uh, the show description. Link are in the descript. There you yep. go. Um, as always. I th- as always. I think that's all the announcements. Um, Shouts to out the plant to the plant babies and their moms. And their moms. Yep. Um, fuck cancer up its stinky fucking unwashed ass. Cancer does not have nearly as nice of an ass as moth. Dude, no. a- cancer doesn't uh, spread his ass cheeks to let the water hit his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Praise cryptid Christ the Mothman. Be good to yourselves. All right. Something to be determined. Yes. <laughs> and we will see you guys as we start year two. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, shit. We're two years, huh? We're going into two years, yeah. God damn. Yep. Now we're now we gotta talk a little bit so I can put a fade Gargle out. Gargle my whole nuts. <laughs> Bye. Obligatory Bye. fade out. <laughs> Thank you.